I have to tell the people about the Patreon. Yes, you do. Patreon.com slash SMDB. SMDB, like so many damn books. For just a dollar, you can join up and you get access to all the exclusive content that I record just for the Patreon. Also, you get to join the book club. The So Many Damn Books book club. It's been some of the best conversations I've had about books. It really always sounds like a blast. I usually like come home and just hear like giggles coming from the library. So it's a great time. You should join. And I would love to have more people join the fray. You may or may not know that Christopher runs this whole show himself on the hosting side, on the technical side, everything. This is a one-man show, truly. He does it all. Support your boy Christopher. Even at the dollar level really helps. So uh, join up patreon.com slash smdb i'd love to have you patreon.com slash smdb on with the show so many so many so many damn books hello and welcome to so many damn books a blessing a curse a podcast i'm your host christopher And I thought I'd just hang out with you all for a little bit. Just you and me talk about books and reading recently. I'm heading out on a summer break, and this will be the last episode until I return on uh, August uh, 15th. And I'm pretty nervous since I've really never tried this before, just talking into a microphone, talking at you. So, of course, I've made myself a cocktail. It's called Trying Something New. And uh, I was in this cool liquor store near me called Amaro. They have a bunch of really interesting choices and and unexpected bottles in there. And I like to stop in. And I was really actually just trying to get myself a little bottle of green chartreuse because you honestly don't need a lot with that stuff. A little bit goes a long way. But they didn't have any. And uh, the clerk told me that he thought that there was this interesting substitute. Uh, And it's this off-white, completely opaque bottle. It's really heavy. And uh, it's called Boomsma Clarkhamster Klusterbitter. (laughs) And it's based off of a recently rediscovered recipe from the 15th century uh, of a monastery, if their bottle copy is to be believed. And I don't have a bottle of chartreuse to compare it to because, again, they were out. But I've mixed this with gin, lemon juice, and simple syrup. So just a, a quarter ounce of the Clarkhamster Kloster Bitter. And I threw in a cocktail cherry because, you know, it's, it's nice to be nice to yourself. So that's the trying something new. I love making cocktails on the show, even though I'm not making and serving them to folks like I used to. I hope you all still enjoy it too. Every cocktail I've ever made is on the show's website, uh, so many damn books.com slash the damn bar. Mm. This is a nice drink. From my memory of chartreuse, this doesn't have any of that dark licorice flavor. It's a hint more grass or wildness in this. It's also <laughs> a much cheaper bottle, like almost half price. Boomsma, Claire Kempster, Klusterbitter might have a convert for life here okay so that's the drink let's talk what'd you buy buy? 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 
so the the publisher Astra House invited me to a gathering, which was exciting. I like being invited places, and it felt like a pre-pandemic type of gathering, or some. It hearkened back to what book parties were like before the pandemic began. So that was really fun. And I was talking to someone and praising the novel YN by Esther Yee, the book about someone who becomes so obsessed with a K-pop idol, she moves to Korea. And I'm singing the praises of this book and ends up being the editor of the book who I'm talking to. So that was nice. Anyway, I I grabbed uh, the Bathysphere book by Brad Fox while I was there. Subtitle, Effects of the Luminous Ocean Depths. And it's this nonfiction book about the first explorers of the deep, deep ocean. The, the, the first uh, people to see those unbelievable sort of monsters. Book looks beautiful with some incredible images interspersed. So I'm very, very excited to, to dive in. I was also sent by Blackstone Publishing, a press that used to be only audiobook focused, or so I thought. Uh, the Moon Represents My Heart by Pim Wang Techawat, a novel about uh, a family of time travelers where the parents go missing and the kids both deal with it differently. One searches the past and falls in love in the 30s and the other tries to stick in the present, which I think is the like early 2000s. And I just, I love the idea of a full family of time travelers. I feel like the usual time travel narrative is that one person is doing it and keeping it a secret from other people. So I like that a whole family could be sharing in this magic together. Norton sent me Disturbance by Jenna Clark. And uh, this is this is a novel about someone trying to hex herself free from her past after she witnesses someone else's sort of pagan ritual. She decides she wants to try one for herself, but seems to kind of mess it up and it ends up haunting herself with her ex-boyfriend's ghost. I think that's what it's about. I don't want to look too much into it because I feel like this is one of those books that is better if you only have a tiny bit to go on. But it looks creepy. The The cover is a peephole with a fly on it. And that's always something. that A fly is one of those images that can be really, really creepy. And then I have The Ultimate Beach Read because uh, Natalie Beach wrote it. This is adult drama and other essays. Natalie Beach was the writer who went viral a couple years ago with her her incredible essay on the cut about how she helped Carolyn Calloway become the sort of influencer that she is now. Uh, it was a really interesting essay, and I think it's in here and, and updated. And then presumably because it's and other essays, there's all sorts of other stuff in here. And so I'm really excited to encounter Natalie Beach's writing when she's not writing about Carolyn Calloway because I thought she that was an incredible piece, but I'm wondering what her voice can be turned to. So this looks like a really cool, and I love the sort of 1970s look to it as well. I'm recording this episode the day before my wife and I leave on our honeymoon, and we're headed to Italy and France. And for once, I am not bringing any books 
on the trip with me, physical copies, I mean. I'm bringing an e-reader. And, you know, vacation reading is really hard to pin down. It's hard to know what you're going to be into. So I am excited that I have the sort of back-end internet access to download anything I kind of want to the e-reader, but I'm still trying to load it mindfully (laughs) in the same way that I would be if I was doing my normal thing of keeping like an entire stack of books and, and bringing it along and only reading maybe two of them. It had been a long time uh, since I had had a Kindle and all I had in my library was Ryan North's page by page review of the back to the future novelization. And then a collection of literary essays about the HBO TV series girls. And those are two great choices. I mean, I thought that was a nice starting point. And to those, partially aided by the Libby app, and that meant, you know, the Brooklyn Public Library. So thank you to the Brooklyn Public Library. And then some NetGalley. I've added a few other things that I thought it would be fun to talk about. In case I want an epic, I have another Gary Jennings novel. This one is called The Journeyer about Marco Polo. And I was recently talking with Kate from the Book Club Review podcast on her show about my love for his out-of-print novel, Spangle. It's the only thing I've ever read from him, even though Spangle is absolutely one of my favorite books of all time. So we'll see how it goes with Marco Polo. My memory says he searched for the Fountain of Youth. I don't remember, but I think that I'm partially excited because I already own a physical copy of this book. It's sort of in brick form, though. Very, very thick and and sort of hard to hold open with one hand. So I'm excited to be reading this on an e-reader. In case I want something kind of experimental but guaranteed to be fun, I have Hilary Leichter's new novel, due out in August, I think, called Terrace Story. I've mentioned it once before. It's about an NYC renter who finds an enchanted terrace on the other side of their closet. I so loved Temporary and its chorus of ex-boyfriends who all become friends living in the empty apartment while the hero is out earning money as a temp worker, as a barnacle, one point. So I have high hopes for Tara's story. I've also got Landscape with Invisible Hand by M.T. Anderson. He's another one of these writers who wrote a book that really touched me, in this case, his YA novel, Feed, that continues to be eerily prescient as we do our darndest, it seems, to invent the future that a lot of folks were warning us not to make. Anyway, this is his novel about what happens when aliens arrive. And as a fan of M.T. Anderson and a fan of First Contact stories, I'm surprised I haven't read this already, and I am really excited to finally get to it. And then friend of the show and former co-host, Drew, recommended a nonfiction book to me, which, if you know him, is so exceedingly rare a thing he does. He really sticks to recommending fiction. So if he's recommending a nonfiction book, you know it's got to be pretty special. And in this case, it's called The Dawn of Everything, A New History of Humanity by uh, two guys named David, a David Graeber and a Wengro. And Drew said, it's one of those books that makes you realize how 
there's so many horrible things that we just take for granted and they aren't that old and we could break out of those cycles and it sounds like a nice perspective to get on things and then finally i have eve babbitt's eve's hollywood i have never read an eve babbitt's book but her fans are legion and i love the covers and i i just love the writing of hers that i've come across online but i've never actually just sat down with an eve babbitt's book and she's always a welcome presence uh when she's around so I am very, very hopeful for seeing this world of Hollywood through her eyes. It's another book in this realm of things I've always said I'll get to. And I hope that this trip, uh, I finally do. And whatever book I'm reading, I am going to be doing so across from Sarah, perhaps at a cafe where I've imprecisely ordered an espresso abroad. So I'm not too worried about whether or not I'm going to be enjoying these reads. They have everything going for them. So let's do some recommendations. Let's finish this up. I highly recommend watching the documentary Roman Holiday. Just an an incredible (laughs) movie. That makes you just glad that Rome even exists, let alone a place that you might be able to visit. I have, of course, recently rewatched it in preparation of going, and it's just such an incredible movie. Every moment of it is delightful. I also recently hosted my first book club. Anyone who's a patron on the So Many Damn Books Patreon can join in. And there were folks from all over the country in that zoom room which was so cool we talked about chain gang all stars and it was just a really nice time i think you listener would enjoy the book club and if you join the patreon now i'm going to post the poll for what book we'll read for august book club in july so you can help choose what we read and thank you to the people who came to the first so many damn books book club i had a great time And I hope you all did too. And then finally, I wanted to recommend Henry Hoke's Open Throat. It's a novel from the perspective of the California mountain lion P-22, who had a media frenzy around around them a a couple years ago. And it's honestly, it's just one of my favorite animal perspective novels I've read in a really long time. It does everything that you hope a animal perspective novel can do where it recasts aspects of life and humanity in this wild light. It's poetic, it's fascinating, and it's gripping too. I mean, there's just, it's surprising how the plot really takes hold. Uh, I, I just loved it, and I can't recommend it enough. It's also extremely short, so I love when I can recommend something that isn't a time sink, but it's incredibly enriching. So that's it for me. Go ahead and become a So Many Damn Books patron. And of course, as always, I ask, I implore, I beg of you to review the show on iTunes. And I look forward to talking to you all again very, very soon.
Thanks for listening. Thank you.